0: Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly
1: Butts. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Lumber Connection. It is the week of October 25th, just a handful of days until Halloween. And as always, I am joined by my regular experts, Ken Timmons and Justin Benning. Welcome back to the studio, gentlemen. How's it going today?
0: Excellent. Excellent. Best Wednesday I've had since 2015.
1: Wow. Well, this is going to be an excellent podcast. I can't wait. All right, well, let's jump into it. I know we've occasionally joked about needing a magic eight ball, but you know what? I'm starting to think that maybe you guys are holding out on me and you actually have one because, and I hope our listeners are listening, you both really hit the nail on the head with this sort of slow but steady creep of price. And I'm seeing even a little bit more of that in some of the stuff I've read this afternoon, getting ready for this. So here it is, you guys. Give us this week's snapshot of the market.
2: Sometimes you know we we get lucky, I guess, and um, pretend like we know what we're doing. But I know we talked about you know several weeks ago that you know the kind of when we set in that initial bottom and we felt the market starting to gain a bit of momentum. But we felt strongly that you know some of the low prices that you'd probably see for the year were were here, and that's definitely come to fruition. This year is is wrapping up rather quickly, right? I mean, we've got a couple holiday weeks and uh, with Christmas and. And uh, Thanksgiving here, and what was that, six or seven actual kind of full work weeks? Is that right? So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 closing upon us quick. So anyways, um, you know, the market has been, over the last two weeks, very much like it's been the top prior two weeks before that, which has been a very good, strong, liquid market. Really kind of a just-in-time mentality is has is, is been in place inventories have been, you know, out. Most folks I feel like trying to keep forty five to sixty days. So a little tighter to the vest, like the price of lumber overall. We've got inventory taxes for a year end coming in several states. People are keeping an eye on that. So trying to trying to balance uh keeping a a, a relatively lean inventory, but also making sure that they can provide the lumber that's needed for their customers and jobs and, and projects and trusses that need to be made. So the balancing act is in, in full, full display at this point. And a, a big question kind of looming for a lot of buyers, I feel like, is, is where do I do now? Where do I go from here? Should I buy some more wood? I think I've got enough to last me through the end of the year. What do I do, right? And That's probably what our listeners are, are wondering as well. And what I can tell you is stick with it. You know, I, I, I really, you know, when we look at the cost of lumber year over year, you know, a lot of these prices are still still pretty attractive. Now, yellow pine has been on a, a really a, a tear uh, on two by four and two by eight. A lot of log issues in the south. I know I've touched on the last couple of episodes and that's still an issue. But I do see that probably turning a corner here over the next three, three weeks, four weeks or so. Um, I think log supplies are, are, are getting better at the mill level and i do think that we could see an influx of more yellow pine entering the market again that's that's you know kind of my my hunch i guess i would say um the high grades continue to be a difficult item to source in yellow pine stress grades um extremely difficult and uh that's been a challenge and and out of western canada when we talk about spruce or out of the east the same story is is prevalent there with stress grades being a, a difficult item to procure so Quarter files ranging out to mid-November to the latter half of November with many <laughs> Western pine, or excuse me, Western spruce mills, as well as Eastern. And so the mentality it feels like to me has been kind of, oh, well, I'm going to take a wait and see approach. And I'm just going to kind of hang in there with my inventory. And I think there could be some softening in the market over the next 30 days. I think that's a very good possibility. We've also had a, we've going on an eight week run and usually, you know, you'd take a breath, eight, 12 weeks you know, and maybe in a historical normal trading time, which maybe it feels like we're closer to that than the abnormal markets we've been in. So with all that said, the trend right now is still strong. Um, we are coming up on some order file on, on some certain items. And when I say a softening trend, I'm not saying the market's going to you know go to zero or crash at 200 or 300 dollars. I'm saying you may start to see some easing up on some items and some uh, mills uh, approaching the market a little bit differently, looking for some orders. And there might be some better deals popping up over the next two to three, four weeks. So be ready for those deals when they do pop up and when the when the shoe fits, throw it on.
1: I love that. I also love shoes, but that's unrelated. Kenny, what can you add to that for us?
0: Justin said it very, very well. Uh, it's likely... Or there's a possibility we may see softening and some opportunity in spots And if that happens. I mean, putting the shoe on, I think is a great analogy for how you should act in that moment. In the West, you know, we're seeing all sorts of stuff. Pricing's all over the place. I'm hearing wild ranges of uh, feedback on price discovery from customers, you know, mill to mill, product to product. There's lots of variants. High grades, one better select struck, MSR has been tight. It's, it's hard to acquire. Price has been jumping quicker than I would anticipate. But guys are extremely busy. Web stock has been a little choppier. There's no plethora of it anywhere right now. But I do anticipate, like Justin's alluding to, maybe some stud trims will become a little softer. And that's where we get our web stock from. So there might be a little bit of opportunity, especially on that in the West, through uh, the Southwest. Uh, but not so much the the higher grades. I think those are going to remain tight probably through Q1, maybe going into Q2. As far as the rest of 2021, I think if you've grabbed wood for the next six, seven weeks, account for the fact that you might be taking some time off to, you know, have some turkey, enjoy some holidays, break bread with your family, whatever you're doing. If you can find a turkey. Correct. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Or presents. Yeah, there's there's foreshadowing. (laughs) No, exactly. I mean, it's true. I just, yeah. you know, there's going to be a lot of mills taking downtime. That's going to affect the market. It's not like I don't see any plethora of wood popping up in in those spots. Um, you know, and COVID's also a very real thing. That's crippling some markets out here in the West, and especially, you know, we always talk about it. That's really going into the transportation market, logistics, and trucking. Like we talked about last time, has gotten worse since we last visited it. So. You know, I do appreciate any opportunity for end users to have a break in pricing, some reprieve, some opportunities to excel their business. But even if lumber just went flat, didn't go up or down, and trucking continued to get worse, I mean, that makes your lumber more difficult, more expensive to acquire. So sure. it's an important piece to recognize, and trucking every day blows my mind how how uh, tight it can be.
2: Well, in the rate fluctuation, right? Because you're Correct. ultimately you're, you're 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 paying for capacity, and that number is feels like it's changing daily. Words can't describe. You have to be nimble, and you have to be um, boy. You got to be a cool cool cat uh, on this side if you're buying some wood because we're you know we don't pass those costs when we 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 make a deal with our customer or like contracts that I've had on for this past twelve months. Boy, you talk about a brutal gig when you're working a freight rate that you figured out last October, you know, or November of 2020, uh, fast forward a year, um, but you know, we don't go back to our customers and ask them for more money, you know, we made a deal, right? And so that same, same thing's taking place, but even on a smaller scale, but the numbers are bigger in a daily basis or weekly. So it's hard to, uh, you know, just, it just adds that much more difficulty to the trade. And the customer's kind of going like, well, I thought, I mean, print and the market doesn't make sense. And it's like, well, freight, you know, those numbers get fluctuated, they go big. So anyways, trucking still very difficult.
1: Yeah, that sounds really awful. And I can't imagine it's going to get better as we head into sort of, I mean, the busy season. What you're talking about makes me want to ask the question, and it's because this is my first time through the holiday season with you guys you know how much effect do you feel like that will have on the overall i mean b- both things right so the the cost of lumber and then also the cost of freight as we head into you know amazon prime time basically you know everyone's ordering gifts and having stuff shipped
2: yeah i mean it's it ultimately i feel like i you know i mentioned a little you you we're just paying more so i mean if you're looking for you know truck rates to go down anytime soon, you're going to have to wait at least a, maybe a year. I, I don't even know at this point, but I can tell you in the near future, it's just going to continue to rise. The number of trucks are not growing. And, you know, I've seen pictures and stories of, of trucks parked, right, sitting at ports based on the these, you know, ships coming in and they're going to have these trucks for these things once they actually get unloaded at the port, but they're not getting unloaded at ports, but the trucks are still sitting there, so you've got this stall mechanism happening with, with transportation that it's not moving, right? The, the, the Ferris wheel is not going in its circle. It's, it's stalling and plugging it in spots. And so you've got trucks that should be in circulation that aren't moving because of port congestion and because of problems that we're having there. And so it's, it's multifaceted in, in, our, in our issues that we're having through our supply chain but bottom line is you know we've got a long way to go to get out of this this hole and i and i don't know what the answer is to fix it you know i can certainly sit and complain about it all day but i uh you know i don't have the answers but but what we do what we'll do is address the market the logistical transportation market daily and we'll make our customers aware of that and we'll get their products shipped and then we'll pay what we have to pay even if we agreed Based on our freight rate at a different number and we've got to pay up, then that's what we'll do. We'll pay up and we'll get we'll get the capacity. And That's what we do.
1: Uh, it sounds like a struggle, especially with regard to having come out of what we just came out of. Neither of you said much about rail. I Is that still in pretty good shape these days? Seems
0: to be. Still, yeah. uh, still, still four spots on the monopoly board. Um, those guys get to dictate what they do for sure. The rates don't are, don't change there like they do with trucking, but out of the west, there's not a plethora of rail cars anywhere. I know you know sawmills were buying wood from there. They'll, okay, hey, you guys are getting 15 cars this week, and then you know 10 or 11 show up. And what do you do? Call Monopoly and ask them to take them off the board. I mean, yeah. there's only so many railroads, and you kind of you gotta kind of take the cards you're dealt there. So. The trend there is it's it's remaining to be tight. There's no softening in rail access out of the West. Everybody's
2: got their eyes. You know, a, a lot of folks. You know, obviously we're coming into uh, we're in fall. We're coming closer to winter, and so a lot of people are you know wondering what that's going to bring throughout the states. Right now, it's fantastic across. I would say the majority, ninety percent of the United States, the building weather is fantastic right now. Uh, if you're sitting up in the northwest corner under the atmospheric river, maybe in California or, or the great Northwest here, um, we're kind of that 10% of uh, uh, not so great uh, <laughs> weather that we've been having and abnormally cold and abnormally, abnormally wet for the month of October here. But when I look at the rest of the nation, it looks fantastic. Now we have to, we go back last year, you know, uh, we had great weather through the winter and, and building season. It just it felt like it just never, never really, stopped. Yeah. Um, and so you know, anyways, that's kind of that wait and see approach that I feel like you've got a lot of consumer markets wondering about. Um, and, and as they stare at their inventory, and they look out onto the yard, and they they see the, the purchase orders coming through, they're busy, right? Like business is still fantastic across the nation, Northwest, Southeast, business is booming, lumber's flying out every single day. So um, like I said, it's a tricky trade, I guess, right now for yeah. folks, they feel like, you know, they're looking at kind of historical things. And and trying to gauge that with kind of what's the new normal and, you know, what's how, what's winter going to be like? And, you know, they're playing it close. But with that, and when that happens, as I mentioned last, or, you know, two weeks ago, as Ken, Ken and I both did, you know, folks have to stay in the market actively buying lumber more, more so because, you know, they're not building any sort of depth in their inventory. And therein lies, it keeps pressure uh, on pricing in, in, towards the upward, in an upward momentum. Um, unless we have a big influx, obviously a supply that starts to outweigh that demand piece. So, And we may start seeing that in the South, as I alluded to earlier um, in the first uh, kind of open comments I made.
1: Well, that's some great information. Again, I, I hope our listeners are listening <laughs> so that they're hearing the Magic 8-Ball come to the podcast this week. Do you, either of you have any final thoughts before we close up for the afternoon?
2: <laughs> yeah, I just wish our, our listeners well, really. I hope everyone's... Um, you know, has a, has a great Halloween and folks are, you know, I, I'm i happy to see our industry flourishing right now, you know, given all the things that we've dealt with over the last couple of years and the struggles that we've faced as a as a uh, nation, you know, our industry has been overall pretty blessed with what we do, regardless of where you're at in the supply chain with most folks. And so, anyway, so, I you know, I just say thank you to our listeners that, um, you know, because I think you were mentioning, we've got a few hundred people kind of regularly listening to this. So, that's pretty cool. And uh, we thank you. And um, yeah, we hope all you're well. And final thoughts is just hang in there, hang with it. You know, that's what I, that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm almost in wait and see mode myself a little bit. So, <laughs> but um, if you see some deals out there, don't be bashful. You know, I see the first quarter of next year. I, I really embolish um, come, come first of the year. I think we're going to be busy. The need for housing remains. Now we've got some other things for, uh, as far as uh, you know potential economic woes that that may uh, may be ahead and, and things we can't control and we don't know that that may scare the fish. But that's a wait and see game, you know. Um, obviously, inflation is a real thing right now, and some supply shortages on certain things. And we're living in interesting times, that's for sure. So now, how that will, will reflect and uh, to the end consumer in regards to housing and building a new home or you know, multifamily, we have to wait and see, but uh, things right now feel still pretty good. If I'm shaking the magic eight ball, So
0: says stick with it.
1: Ken, any final words? Thank
0: Thank you. you. Stick with it.
1: Well, thank you both for joining me as always. That wraps up our episode for this week. Justin, Ken, I just really appreciate you guys being with me every couple of weeks and I love our time together. I'll be very brief, but I look forward to the next installment of Lumber Connection with both of you.
0: We do too. Thanks, Molly. Thanks, Molly. This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.